Are you struggling with all of the messages about Mother's Day and how wonderful it will be to honor mothers, but you're not even sure what motherhood means after you've lost your baby? There's no harder holiday to cope with for moms of stillborn babies than on Mother's Day. That's why I'm hosting a free support session called Coffee and Comfort on Sunday, May 12th at 11 o'clock Eastern. We'll get together for an hour before the day gets started and talk about the guilt and what-ifs that so often come after this type of loss. And I'll help you create a plan for the day that honors both you and your baby. The best part is we'll gather together with other lost moms who really get exactly how you're feeling so you won't feel alone. Together, we'll navigate Mother's Day and learn how to get through this tough holiday with ease. Save your seat at jennifersend.com slash coffee or click the link in the show notes. Hope to see you there. Don't let anyone tell you that you shouldn't feel any sadness now that you're pregnant again. Because it's just not reasonable for that whole experience to be erased from your mind. It is possible to feel happy for the new baby and sad about the one you lost all at the same time without feeling guilty. I'm Jennifer Sen, a certified life coach, married mama of two sons, twin angel babies, and a rainbow baby, and this is the Navigating Baby Loss Podcast. I'm on a mission to help stop the isolation, shame, and lack of self-confidence that often comes with stillbirth loss, and to show you that you still deserve to live the life you've dreamed of. Pull up a cozy seat, pour a cup of coffee, and prepare to hang out with a caring friend who's been through it and can show you the way. Hello there, and welcome back to the Navigating Baby Loss podcast. I'm so happy that you're here with me today. I am excited to talk about a topic that's a little more uplifting than my normal. So today we're talking about preparing your mindset for your rainbow baby. So I know there's been a little scuttle of controversy over the term rainbow baby lately, but I am all about it. I just love the visual it creates for having this beautiful, colorful brightness after this dark cloud of storm that you've just been through. And you can bet if this term was popular 21 years ago when my rainbow baby, Miss Madeline, was born she would have definitely been in one of those beautiful photo shoots that they do. You know, the ones that are like with the rainbows and then the baby at the end. Maybe there's a sonogram at the the beginning and then the baby at the end. Like they're just so amazing. And I just, I mean, I just can't even with those pictures. And here is something that maybe you should know about me. I Of course, you know, being so heartbroken, it was hard to see babies right after my loss. But within a short amount of time, I think I just I realized how precious this baby life is and what these babies mean to all those that love them and just how transformational a baby's life can be that 
I became a baby addict. I mean, I am seriously obsessed with babies. My kids think it's really weird, but I do. I really, I think it's, there's something just so, so precious about that innocence. And so, yeah. So anyways, that is me. So I hope that you share this with me. If maybe if not now, one someday, but if you can, go check out the photos. Um, I have one on my blog post that is absolutely beautiful. And um, it's courtesy of Love What Matters on their website. They have a ton of rainbow baby photos. So check those out. They have um, beautiful hundreds of beautiful rainbow baby photos. And check out the great work that they're up to too. I'll be sure to link it in the show notes in case you're interested. I'm not going to discuss all the common sense stuff about getting ready to be pregnant again. Heck, by the time you hear this, you may already be pregnant. And everyone knows that to prepare to be pregnant, you should eat right, do self-care, exercise, make sure you get enough sleep, drink your water, blah, blah, blah. I mean, I, I know without a doubt those things are optimal. But sometimes if you're in a grieving season and you just don't, you just don't feel like it. And then all of a sudden you're pregnant again with no preparation, kind of like I was. I was pregnant four months after my baby loss. So here's where the big important stuff is, is getting your mind prepared. I mean, that's the hard stuff is getting that mindset ready for a new baby. And it kind of feels like maybe this new chapter should have you close the book on the old chapter, but it just isn't like that. So I'm really convinced that there's no bigger conflicting feeling in your life than when you're pregnant again following your loss. And if you ever saw that picture of Homer Simpson that has the devil on one shoulder and the angel on the other bickering back and forth That's pretty much what the whole experience kind of feels like. If there's one word that I can think of that sums it up, it's cautious. The minute you find out that you're pregnant again, the excitement, maybe maybe it's even relief. I'm not even sure. But that excitement floods over you. And within 10 seconds is a recipe of terror which is remembering what you experienced last time, plus the fear that it will happen again, equals the hope that this time will be different. How do you combat all of these opposing feelings just at the moment your hormones begin to ramp up? Well, that's where the mental preparation comes in, and the sooner you can focus on it, the better. I want you to really realize that you will still have grief. It is still there. And whether you're pregnant again right after your loss, or if it's been 10 years, there will be triggers popping up everywhere. I hated the radiologist who gruffly entered the room and told me, they're dead, there's nothing we can do about it, when my twins were stillborn. But guess who entered the room for my first sonogram with my rainbow baby? Trigger the grief. Grief doesn't magically go away because now you will get to have what you wanted in the first place. 
accept that there is a part of you that's going to be grieving in some way, shape, or form forever. It's there because it should be, but acknowledging its place and not letting yourself feel guilty for being there is a huge step in calming it down and keeping it manageable. Don't let anyone tell you that you shouldn't feel any sadness now that you're pregnant again, because it's just not reasonable for that whole experience to be erased from your mind. It is possible to feel happy for the new baby and sad about the one you lost all at the same time without feeling guilty. Think about all the other places in your life that happen where you hold two or more emotions at a time over the same thing. Then take a deep breath. It's completely normal. Your pregnancy will never be the same as you knew it. The innocence is gone and things will never again be quite the same. My doctor told me, your pregnancy will never be the same again after you've lost a baby. Yes, I'm surrounded by people who tell it like it is, but no truer words were spoken. It's normal to worry, and the best blessing is to have a great relationship with your doctor. Mine invited me to come in any time if I needed for a quick heartbeat check or a scan to put my mind at ease. I didn't do it very often, but a few times helped me get through the day. Recognizing that even if you have had, I don't know, maybe eight super easy full-term births before your loss, this first one after will have you walking a tightrope. And it's perfectly normal. Sometimes the only thing that helps is the passing of the milestones And they should be celebrated along the way. Each successful sonogram or doctor appointment visit. But the very best one is when you get past the amount of time where your loss occurred last time. When you get past that marker, it really allows you to start taking breaths just slightly again and start building momentum with each week that passes uneventfully. Here we go with the self-talk. You have to self-talk your way through it. It's one of the best ways to quiet that devil on your shoulder. It's not possible to knock him off completely, and he actually does serve a purpose in keeping you safe, but you're going to have to learn to manage that chatter in order to find some peace during your pregnancy. Ask yourself the following questions whenever a negative thought pops into your mind. Is this true? Is this helpful? And is this kind? For example, when a thought comes up that says, you're going to lose this baby just like the last one, start asking yourself, is this thought true? Chances are it's not. But for some reason, if it is, what evidence do you have as proof of it? And is there anything that can be done to change the outcome that is within your control? Let's take the same question and ask, is this helpful? I would say definitely not on this one. Even if there is truth to it, it is destructive and not something that would leave you feeling good or at peace in any way. So here's the real meat here. Is this kind? 
Is it kind to yourself? Why would you say something that is so unkind to yourself and more than likely not even true? But we do these things to ourselves all the time. Think about the things you're telling yourself. It makes sense that you're scared. And it makes sense that you're afraid to let your guard down in case there is a repeat of the last time. But telling yourself awful things as a way of protecting yourself is just making you feel worse. Gather your tribe. Find other women who are in the same situation. P.S. There are lots of them. And connect with someone who you can share your concerns and fears and who can cheer you along. Go to a support group. Find a Facebook community or hire a coach to see you through it. It will be so much easier than trying to go it alone. The clients who work with me throughout their pregnancy after loss say they can't imagine doing it on their own because there's so many times they just needed a quick word of encouragement or someone to listen for just a minute because they don't have anyone else available who could understand. It truly can make the difference between having, or at least trying to have, A peaceful, calm pregnancy versus one that is filled with constant fear, anxiety, and stress. It's definitely something worth considering. And lastly, talk it out. My sweet husband, my sisters, my friends, they all deserve medals for hanging with me through my rainbow pregnancy. I can't imagine the Jekyll and Hyde scene that must have been played out in every conversation But as I said earlier, we can hold two emotions at once and we do it all the time. Like we hate to pay for that new handbag, but we love the feel of it. Or we are sad to say goodbye to a beach where we just spent a week long vacation, but we're so excited to sleep in our own bed. I have no doubt every conversation with my husband, who is a medical professional, sounded like I'm so excited to hold a baby in my arms again, but I'm afraid the same thing will happen as last time. To which he would reply, you have no reason to think that's going to happen again. Things are different this time. Prepare those in your close circle to say things that are uplifting and truthful and helpful by stating the facts and not just what they hope to be true. Lost mamas are gun shy about believing in pipe dreams, so we need our people to tell us things like, you've already made it past where you were before, or you're healthy and strong and your doctor thinks everything is normal. We need reminders on a daily and sometimes hourly basis that this baby has a great chance of arriving safely. Preparing for your rainbow baby takes as much or more mental preparation as it does physical preparation and the ability to keep yourself on track. Realize that this is a new experience and that means the outcome can be completely different than the last time. But for some of us, it's our last pregnancy experience. So if it is, Try to enjoy it as much as you can, knowing the reward will be better than you ever imagined. Envision what it will be like and what you will say to this sweet new bundle when it arrives. I remember telling Madeline the first time I held her that mommy has been waiting a long time for you. 
At that point, I'd been pregnant for the better part of the last year and a half, and her arrival seemed long overdue, but definitely worth waiting for. There is one word of awareness I have for you. I was going to say caution, but that seems too alarming. So here is something that I've learned after the fact that I wish I had known so I could be aware of it is that women who've experienced a loss oftentimes have difficulty bonding with a new baby. It's almost like we can't believe they're really here and get to stay. It may take a little longer, so just know that it's normal and it's okay. And don't feel guilty if it takes a little longer. And of course, if you're noticing postpartum depression symptoms, please tell someone, tell your doctor especially. To recap what we've discussed today, I want to just reassure you that the anxiety, cautiousness, and even fear that you're feeling is normal and understandable. But give yourself grace knowing that you are still a grieving parent. This new baby will bring joy to your life, but it won't take away the fact that you're still mourning the loss of a child. Be gentle with yourself and know that you can hold more than one emotion at a time. When scary thoughts creep in, ask yourself, is this true? Is this helpful? Or is this kind? Chances are the answers are no and can help lower that temperature in a hurry. And definitely talk about what you're feeling as much as you can to whoever will listen. There are a lot of emotions and hormones raging, so it's necessary to process them as quickly and efficiently as you can so you can move through your grief. I hope these suggestions were helpful and that you're able to use them if you are or become pregnant again in the future. As always, I would love to hear any input you have on this topic or any future topics, and you can contact me on my website at jennifersend.com. Check the show notes for all the links and more info about how you can get in touch with me. And thanks so much for joining me today. Until next time, I'm sending you so many dreams of beautiful rainbows. I sincerely hope this episode was helpful. And if you would like to help other parents who are suffering their own stillborn loss, a great way to do that is to hit subscribe and leave a five-star rating and review because that is the quickest way that this podcast will show up for them to find it. They and I would be so very grateful for a minute of your time. New episodes are released every week on Thursdays, and you can access all the show notes, links to this episode, and info on how to contact me on my website at jennifersend.com slash podcast. While you're there, grab some free, helpful resources. Until next time, I'm sending you so much love and healing.